0: there's something going on in the city of Vaughn. Planning staff are recommending that the government take a favorable position at the Ontario Municipal Board hearings regarding a 28-acre residential development around a Thornhill mosque. If you haven't heard about this story, um, it it involves uh, a mosque that's in 2014— submitted an application seeking permission to rezone and develop a property around the Jafari Community Center Mosque. And basically, the original application, the concept was two 17-story residential apartment buildings and 61 townhouses. It Now they've changed that proposal. Now it's going to be six and eight-story residences. Uh, uh, the apartment buildings and 60 townhouses. But there's still uh, a lot of people, residents in Vaughn that are concerned about this. And April 4th, there was a four hour long public hearing and there were uh, 45 deputations, 125 communications and a petition that contained more than 5000 names. People in the city of Vaughn. They don't want it to happen. At least some people don't want it to happen. Hey, Chris, you you grew up in Richmond Hill, which is just across the way from Vaughn. For people like me who actually don't get up to Vaughn or Richmond Hill very often, what are we talking about here? What is that neighborhood like?
1: This area is, uh, you know, a lot of it was farmland, and a lot of it's been developed uh, over the recent years. But it's, uh, it's definitely an area that's changing, and with that is a lot of traffic. It is, it's almost, you know, I've always joked that getting out of Richmond Hill was the biggest part of my community when I was coming downtown. The highway was a breeze, but those uh, suburban streets like Bathurst, like Major McKenzie around there, just impossible to navigate with the amount of development that's come up there. It's also... Predominantly uh, Jewish. There's a Jewish community center there. There's a Waldorf uh, school as well, and then there was this uh, Islamic community center. Um, other than that, just suburban homes and a, and shopping shopping plazas with you know the, your grocery stores, gyms, coffee shops, those sorts of things. And
0: I understand that the uh, Jafari Community Center been t- built on 28 acre residential development. You said uh, you know people used to drive around. People you used, used to, to drive to, around back yeah, then. Yeah,
1: you know you just want to know what's going on. They so take your just, bike or your no, car. No, no, no. Take the car back there, see what was going on, because there was always sort of a sign or a notice that they were going to be building things. Mm. And I'm talking back when I was in high school. There were notices that they'd be building things around there, and it just seemed to be a dilapidated old schoolhouse or something back there. And uh, there were some signs of life, but very, very few. Back when I was growing up, it seemed to be sort of abandoned.
0: Uh, So city planning staff are recommending that city council endorse the application as long as issues identified in the studies that they uh, put forth. And I believe it was a long study, 46 pages long, uh, studied the impact of uh, parking, traffic and environmental pressures. As long as those things are addressed, then they say, yeah, you should go ahead and say, yeah, to that development. A lot of people in Vaughn do not agree with that. And uh, we are joined by one of those people, Josh Marteau. He's a president of Beverly Glen Ratepayers Association. He's on the show right now. Josh, welcome to the program.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for being here. So what's the issue that you have with the Jafari community development?
2: So the residents have been, um, have been really clear about what their issues are. Um, essentially, you know, Chris actually said it really well, there's a ton of traffic um, getting in and out of Richmond Hill and Thornhill and uh, this type of issue will only make the traffic a lot worse if you go and add a lot of uh, medium to high density development in an area that's actually zoned for, for uh, a lot lower density than what's, uh, what's being asked by the applicant. Um, you know, Chris pointed out the area used to be farmland and it's been developed, definitely true, but the area is full completely of uh, detached homes and maybe townhomes. Um, so what the applicant is asking for is to turn the Vaughan official plan that was put forward uh, uh, in 2010 on its head and, and build a lot more density than, uh, than what the area is suited for.
0: So um, what do you think? It, Mitchell Cosney is the associate director of Ryerson School of Urban and Regional Planning. And he was talking to the Toronto Star in their article. And uh, he said the fact that this process has taken over four years is inappropriate and unacceptable. He can't recall when a development application has taken a similar amount of uh, time to be reached. And he said, uh, I think we're all dancing around what is the issue here? Parking, traffic, There's a hundred of those things. They're all nice. It's a nice Gentile code for we just don't want it here or we don't like them. Is there any truth to that?
2: Well, first of all, I'm wondering if you actually meant to say gentle uh, in that quote. I'm not sure if it was supposed to be gentle or Gentile. Yeah. Um, But uh, that's a a separate point, I guess. But um, there definitely are people who who aren't comfortable with so much development in their neighborhood. Um, But at the end of the day, the reason why this has taken so long is because the applicant is asking for very, very drastic changes than what the, what the zoning allows for in the area. It's unfortunate that council has been very slow at really coming to a conclusion and figuring out, figuring out what they want to do, mm-hmm. um, because the community has been very clear about what their parameters are that they, they want to see uh, followed for something to be developed here. They're asking that it matches with the neighborhood. Okay, and, so uh, if
0: they, it, right now with the, the the people you talk to in the community, I understand that the original application was for two seventeen-story residential apartment buildings and sixty-one townhouses. Now they brought it down to a six and an eight-story residential apartment building and sixty townhouses. So is there a, a point where you know you think most of the people in the area would be okay with this? Is it just at townhouses? Is it the problem? Uh, with high-rises, are there any other high-rises in that area?
2: There aren't. There definitely aren't other high-rises in the area. Like not even um, eight stories? I I don't believe so, okay. no. Uh, the the area is full of detached homes and townhomes. I um, mean, you're right that they brought it down a lot, but just because they started at such an absurdly high number of 17 stories doesn't mean that they're now entitled to eight stories.
0: Okay, so it, do you think most people in, in Richmond Hill would... Um... Or Thornhill, rather, would and Vaughn would be more comfortable with just the 60 townhouses? For sure. Okay, Absolutely. so this you're saying right now, this is a case of, you know, you, you know, this hasn't been zoned for high rises, and you just don't want high rises there.
2: That's exactly what the community's been saying, loud and clear.
0: Um, I don't want to put words into Cosney's mouth, who we talked about already, uh, but it sounds like he's saying that race is behind this. What do you say to that? Because I'm sure there's some people listening right now that think, oh, you got to be kidding me. If this was another group. It wouldn't be a problem.
2: I I really don't think that race is the the prominent force behind this. Like, sure, you're going to have bad apples in any group with any issue. But this is a this is a issue that's been led by a very, very professional group called the Preserve Thornhill Woods Association up in Thornhill Woods. It's another uh, community activism group. And they've been loud and clear and very, uh, very explicit that the issue here is around density and having something that fits in with the community. If there's a couple people that have different ulterior motives for why they don't want this, that's their own business. But I can tell you that the, that the pros who are really coming out and making the, uh, the argument against, it's got nothing to do with race or, or any hate, just matching the community.
0: One resident said that the, they were fed up with what has become a chronic problem with regard to traffic and parking since that mosque was built. Uh, is the mosque, has it created some traffic problems?
2: Incredible traffic problems, and it's very frustrating for the residents, and that's why... Give us an so idea of what days. kind
0: of traffic we're talking about. Are there certain times of the day that there's a lot of traffic?
2: Yeah, especially during certain, uh, certain holidays that people are attending this place of worship, that they all um, they, they come into the community from sometimes pretty far away, actually, to attend it. Um, and it creates big issues for people who live in the area. There, there are cars lining the streets, parked um, in places that are very inconvenient for people who make that their home.
0: So do you think this is an issue uh, for people that are saying, you know, uh, people are coming from outside the neighbourhood into our
2: area? Well, only because of the parking issue. Because, and that's why the, the uh, applicant has actually agreed to put a parking structure into it. That's one of the things that the uh, community has asked for and that they've agreed to. The only question is how many spots. And one of the conditions in the uh, conditional approval was that they do a study during peak hours to make sure that there are enough spots in the parking lot. And that's what this comes down to, is making sure there are enough spots. If you want to come from far away, that's not a problem for anyone living there, as long as there's a spot for you to park that isn't on my driveway.
0: I understand that City Council has to vote on this tonight. Which, What would you say to them?
2: I wish that, uh, that they had been uh, coming out more clear earlier on, and uh, I wish this didn't take so long. Um, and uh, I hope that they hear the residents' voices. We're counting on them to uh, follow what the residents have asked for and to make sure that the conditions here are are, are strong enough that will fit in with the community, but it, it unfortunately doesn't look like if like that's going to be the case. Josh, you
0: grew up in in Vaughan, and you know, like Chris, who grew up in Richmond Hills, you know, separated the two places by a street. Really, Chris was telling me, um, it, is part of this? Do you think the fact that you you know want things to stay the same and you're not uh, you're not looking forward as far as progress goes? I mean, neighborhoods change all the time.
2: For sure. I mean, if, if, you want, if you want to live somewhere where things are staying the same, Vaughn and Richmond Hill are not the place for you because lots of development going on there. But what people really want is just something that is in line with the community's uh, feel. And uh, putting uh, mid-rises like this and high-density like this in a neighborhood of, of detached homes and townhomes are really just doesn't fit. And, you know, people are very concerned over that they're not going to have their already bad traffic issues exacerbated further.
0: All right, Josh, thanks for joining us on the show. I appreciate it.
2: No problem. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Cheers.
0: That's Josh Marteau, who's president of the Beverly Glen Ratepayers Association.